Now, if you love rugby league, I know that you're going to love Oztac. Now, if you love Oztac, if you love going to the beach in the summer, which I think we all do uh, during the summertime, going to the beach and playing some beach footy, now that gets upgraded. You can play some beach Oztag through Evo Sports. Go to Evo Sports' website. You can grab tags for 10% off. 10% off with the code BIGLES10. Make sure you go and you get yourself some tags before it is too. Late before the summer ends, the summer's not done yet, ladies and gentlemen. And there's plenty of sun out in that beautiful sky at the moment. So make sure you go and you get yourself some Evo Sports tags ASAP. EvoSports.com. Get yourself some sports tags. Get the Oz tags. You get a full kit, guys. A full kit, which includes Oz tags. It includes cones. Um, and it includes the belts themselves as well. It also includes a beach football, waterproof football. So in case you're kicking in the water, in case your mate is a nutcase and he kicks it in the water, it's going to be okay because it is a waterproof football. Make sure you go and get that kit. 10% off it is almost robbery. Go to evosportsco.com.au. Back to Big Les's League and all rugby league experience. I'm your host, Big Les. Let's go through your Super Saturday. Jesus Christ, it was not a good day for the tips, but we will go through it nonetheless. The first game was the Titans v the Melbourne Storm. Two losses in two weeks for the Melbourne Storm, obviously against the Bulldogs and now against the Gold Coast Titans. That is big for Melbourne, absolutely massive um, for the Melbourne Storm. That only happened last year as well. They've only lost back-to-back games uh, last year. So it's probably the second or third time I think it's happened now uh, for Melbourne and it's pretty big. It's pre- pretty big. It's been a pretty big start to the year, as I've said multiple times on the podcast. Uh, but yes, the Titans, they definitely came out uh, on top with a 38 to 34 win over the Melbourne Storm on Saturday uh, in a contest contest which saw 12 tries scored. It's not often you see 12 tries scored. It was an absolutely sweltering condition type day uh, on the Gold Coast as well. So for 12 tries to be scored in, in pretty decent conditions. I mean, it's pretty awesome to see. Uh, Foran set up a try as well, and he laid on two line breaks in this game, uh, which included helping rookie winger Alafiana Khan Pereira to score a first-half double. Now, you've got to remember, this is only this guy's third first-grade game in the NRL. Uh, scored his first try last week, I believe, uh, and now he scored a first-half double, which is absolutely insane. So congratulations to him. Just shows how much of a talent this guy is. Uh, and look, I can't wait to see some great footy from him over the next few weeks. This game for me was pretty much a shit-slinger. Um, obviously, while it was pretty high scoring, it was almost, it was. Full of errors from both sides, to be honest. Uh, Storm coughed up the ball 17 times and the Titans 13 times. That is fucking unbelievable. There was 12 total penalties conceded between them. 
That is heavy. Talk about Schitzlinger. It was pretty scrappy football, pretty scrappy game. But Titans, very, very lucky to get the win here. Um, after taking a six-point lead into the break, the Storm made a horror start to the second stanza with errors from Jerome Hughes, leading directly to a pair of Titans tries in the first six minutes after half time. Half time, sorry, as well. But look, to be honest, we've got to admit from most of the game here, the Titans, they were on the front foot. They did have momentum. Kieran Foran looked okay. Um, I mean, yeah, it was a pretty scrappy game. Tanner Boyd was a bit 50-50 again this week. Uh, Titans very lucky to get the win here through guys like Khan Pereira. Um, uh, yeah, look, uh, that a few guys out as well, I will admit. Um, the the Titans, they did have Jojo Fafita out, and I think they had someone else out in the forwards as well. Um, but yeah, look, I think Tino, Tino Fasulamala-Aoi, had a big game in this one, uh, racked up a ton of metres. I think he ran over 150 metres, which was insane. Uh, so did uh, Foda Waker as well in the other front row spot, 138 metres. Uh, so good knocks by both of the front rowers. Definitely got them in the front foot, on the front foot, sorry, in this game. Look, the Titans, they were definitely impressive in stages, but uh, yeah, look, it was it was a pretty average sort of game. Uh, and look, the Titans, they definitely deserved that win here over the Melbourne Storm. Uh, Melbourne just looked really, really scrappy in that second half. But look, I will admit, they did refuse to go away in the second half. They, they did score tries through Hughes and Xavier Coates in the final 15 minutes. Um, so the result did go down to the wire. But look, good win from the Titans here um, over a pretty, you know, average Melbourne Storm side, and they definitely need to improve over the next few weeks. I, I get it. They do have a main guy out in Cameron Munster, but one guy shouldn't, you know, you know, you know, know, dictate what the result is at the end of the day. I think one player shouldn't dictate what the result is, and one player, you know, isn't the, the downfall of a team. It shouldn't be the downfall of a team. I thought if there's any positives here for the Melbourne Storm... Uh, it was Harry Grant. I thought that he was great. He had a, he had a shit ton of tackles, a shit ton of meters. He was definitely putting in 100% throughout this game and trying to get his side on the front foot, uh, but was just unable to. I thought that he was great. Uh, scored 70 fantasy points as well, making him wish, uh, making me wish, sorry, that I had him in my fantasy team. Um, but yeah, look, I thought that he was quite impressive. If there was anyone that was quite impressive here for Melbourne, I think that it would be um, Harry Grant. Obviously gave a few opportunities to his guys to score tries as well, uh, including Jerome Hughes. Um, but yeah, look, at the end of the day, it was pretty average from Melbourne. They needed to definitely improve over the next few weeks. Uh, it was a pretty average game in total as well, to be honest. Uh, the next game was the North Queensland Cowboys v. the New Zealand Warriors. Now... Definitely did not pick the Warriors to win this game. I had um, North Queensland for the win. I did have Murray Tuolagi and Marcelo Montoya as anytime try scorers. I only won the one leg there in Marcelo Montoya. Obviously, Tuolagi didn't score and North Queensland, they did lose to the Warriors. Uh, credit to the Warriors as well, winning away from home. You don't, you don't really see the Warriors win away from home. In fact, they have a 13-game losing streak away from home as well. They broke that streak in Australia with a comprehensive 26-12 defeat of the North Queensland Cowboys at Queensland Country Bank Stadium as well. At home, uh, they beat uh, the Cowboys as well, which was quite impressive. Uh, look, led by star halfback Sean Johnson as well. I mean, he, uh, him and Tamari Martin were phenomenal. They, bo they both worked together in this game to set up a few tries for their team. Three tries uh, were set up by him and Tamari Martin. Uh, so pretty impressive. And uh, look, I'm pretty... Um, 
you know, intrigued about where this halves pairing is going to go over the next few weeks, if they're going to be as good over the next few weeks as well. To do that against North Queensland is pretty impressive. Yes, I know that Scott Drinkwater is out, but so was Chancellor Clockstart. So was a few of the other Warriors guys as well. They had a few players out and they still managed to get the win there. So very, very, very impressed with the Warriors to get the win here in this game. I will admit, though, the guy that came in at fullback for the Warriors, um, I believe his name is Tane Tuiapiki. Uh, I was very impressed with him. Uh, I thought that he was super solid in that one, heavily involved. Uh, and a big reason, you know, why they were able to get the momentum in this game. Uh, also with halves of Sean Johnson and Tomato Martin. Uh, yeah, look, led by star halfback, though, Sean Johnson. The Warriors overcame an early deficit to pile on five tries. And the big thing for me in this game as well, and, and the reason this victory for the Warriors is so sweet is because they left the North Queensland scoreless in the second half. They left North Queensland Cowboys, a very dominant outfit that was a key uh, team in the finals last year. They left them scoreless in the second half. So beautiful game by the Warriors here. I thought that if there's any positives here for the Cowboys, um, Tom Chester, I thought that he was outstanding. Obviously put uh, the home side ahead uh, in the foot with his first NRL try in just four minutes. But obviously Wade Egan did score after that and then the Warriors did get on the front foot in this game and put it to the North Queensland Cowboys. I still can't believe that they beat North Queensland at North Queensland home. Uh, that is awesome. Uh, Chad Townsend kick into the arms of hooker Reese Robson who strolled over to score in the 14th minute. You know, if there's one thing to sort of compliment here from the North Queensland over the past few weeks, it is their spine combination. Their spine gels so well together. And again, we talked about it the other week. Uh, the thing that, um, you know, the advantage that the North Queensland Cowboys do have against every other team in this competition is that their spine is exactly the same to how it was last year. Exactly the same. Uh, and it was pretty much consistent all throughout last year. And it's pretty consistent, uh, obviously, other than this week, going into this year as well. So, uh, and, and I mean, it just proves that point here with Chad Townsend setting up a try for Reese Robson with a beautiful kick too. Uh, I have to credit Chad Townsend's kicking game as well. Uh, it has been a real factor, obviously, for the North Queensland Cowboys' success uh, going into this season. Obviously, didn't get the win in this one, but, you know, it has been a big factor for the North Queensland Cowboys' his kicking game. Um, but obviously in this one, you know, other than that try, uh, I think North Queensland, they did struggle a little bit to get on the front foot. Uh, crediting the Warriors yet again as well, they had a 90% completion rate by the end of the game. That is outstanding from the Warriors, particularly with guys like Chance to go clock start out. Uh, to have a 90% completion rate was pretty much faultless and it was flawless as well. Absolutely outstanding uh, from the New Zealand Warriors. Uh, Fiji winger Marcelo Montoya had a pretty big weekend as well. He scored two tries uh, in this game as well. Um, you know, they led 16 to 12 at the break. The Warriors did not concede a point in the second half, as we said before, uh, while wingers Ed Cozzi and Montoya scored in the 48th and 56th minute uh, to provide a healthy buffer for Andrew Webster's men. Uh, but yeah, look, um, very impressive performance here by the New Zealand Warriors in this one and very, very keen to see if they can keep this up over the next few weeks. We talked about it in the trials, guys. The confidence they have, the confidence, the confidence, sorry, this team has going into this year, um, 
it was almost unrecognisable from the Warriors we saw of last year. Um, coming into this year, they look a lot more confident in the way they play. And if they can keep that consistency, uh, I think that could be really dangerous. I really do, especially with a full-strength team. If they can work out how to get Luke Metcalf into this side as well, they're going to be really dangerous going into the back end of this year. Really, really dangerous. So keen to see how the Warriors do go over the next few weeks. Uh, and it'll be very, very interesting to see if they can keep that consistency and the confidence. Now, the last game of your Super Saturday, I was able to get a glimpse of this one at the pub. I had to re-watch it on Sunday. It was the Broncos v. the Dragons. Now, the Broncos, particularly in the second half, had an absolute show on display here. An absolute class to sport, uh, performance, sorry. Um, they were fucking outstanding, beating the Dragons, obviously 40 to 18. Uh, don't forget that the, the Broncos trailed 16 to 8 at halftime. They trailed 16 to 8. St. George, they came out in the first half with an absolute point to prove. Uh, their defense was outstanding. Their attack was outstanding. Jaden Sullivan looked super dangerous. Ben Hunt had some really good moments. Jacob Little uh, came on and had a pretty similar game to last week as well in terms of his confidence and his ability as well at 14 off the bench. Uh, having a genuine hooker there in the number nine did help St. George for me in that first half. They looked very, very classy. But after the first half, the Broncos were untouchable uh, and, they, and they only let uh, the Dragons put on two more points in that game before going from eight points to 40 points. I mean, that is absolutely outstanding um, from the Broncos. Uh, really strong game from Katoni Staggs. And that is what I've been waiting to see from a long, for a long time, really. A really strong game from Katoni Staggs. Scored two tries in this game. Heavily involved. Strong carries to the football as well out of his own end. I was super impressed with Katoni Staggs. And I think that he's going to have a pretty decent run over the next few weeks. Hopefully, if he can, if he can keep that consistency in his form, particularly uh, the form that we saw from him in that second half. He was outstanding, so can't wait to see a bit more of Tony Staggs in that really good form. Uh, but he was awesome. Selman Cobo as well. Uh, he nearly scored a few tries in the first half, all of them being denied, and then finally got the, last, oh, the second last say, uh, scoring a try late in that game. But yeah, some really good individual performances here. Um, yeah, look, very, very solid performance from the Broncos in the second half. Thought in the first half, though, Tyrell Sloan showed his class when he accelerated through a gap to score and give the visitors the lead in the 28th minute of that game after receiving an offload from Samoa second rower Jaden Stewart. Uh, his offload game is quite good as well, and I think that we're going to start to see a bit of form from Jaden Sewer as well. We know the potential he has. He has Queensland origin potential, and if he can show that off, uh, over the next few weeks for the Dragons. I think they're going to be something special. Uh, and look, for that first half, I think we can take a lot of positives out of that for the Dragons. Um, look, young gun Jaden Sullivan as well. Two guys, they really put a lot of effort in to sign. Uh, obviously, you know, they were rumored to go to plenty of clubs. Both of them rumored to go to the Bulldogs. Uh, fuck, that would have been interesting to see. But we can see why the Dragons put so much effort to re-sign both of these guys. They had really, really solid starts to this game. Uh, and they looked really silky as well and really dangerous. So uh, credit to Tyrell Sloan and Jaden Sullivan. To start that game, they were excellent. Uh, and look, to be honest, if the Dragons do decide not to play a Monet at six and they do decide to keep Jaden Sullivan in the number six role for the remainder of the year. 
Will I be surprised? No, because he looks great there. He looks really, really good. And over the next few weeks, I think he can build a pretty successful combination there with um, Ben Hunt. And I think that can really grow over the next few weeks. So keen to see it. Um, but yeah, look, attempted tackle by Ezra Mam didn't go off. He got injured. He injured his leg at that point as well. Uh, for him to continue on and play the rest of that game as well, I thought that was real tough from him. He's super tough, Ezra Mam, super tough. Then Renault hit the two-point field goal. Um, and I think his kicking game from then on was first class. And I think the guru made a mention that uh, Adam Reynolds might be the best long and short-range kicker we've ever seen. And look, to be honest, I don't, I can't knock it. I think it's a pretty fair shout. And we've seen the potential that he has, obviously, throughout his entire career, Adam Reynolds. And uh, I think that game, it pretty much puts Guru's little shout here um, in some pretty good light. He was outstanding. His kicking game was phenomenal. I think he was the best halfback of the week for me. I uh, was struggling to find halves to put in the team of the week. And then you look at, uh, obviously, the Warriors from the previous game, both of their halves. Uh, they were in there for me. Then I watched this um, Broncos game, and I had to chuck Adam Reynolds in there. His kicking game was flawless. Uh, his ball playing was first class. He was absolutely outstanding. Um, so, yeah, credit to Adam Reynolds as well. He was phenomenal. That try-saving tackle from Tyrell Sloan on Cobo, I thought that was real gutsy there from Sloan. A big moment in that game where you thought that uh, the Dragons maybe steadied the momentum uh, that the Broncos came into the second half with, but obviously not because, um, yeah, uh, the Broncos just looked outstanding for that entire second half. There was a good moment here where Zach Lomax won the race for a deep kick from Ben Hunt, uh, only for the try to be disallowed after replays showed he had put his hand on the touchline as he granted the ball. So super unlucky from Zach Lomax. Again, another big moment in that game. They could have grabbed the momentum there, um, but, you know, Zach Lomax unable to execute. And obviously, from then on, as I said, uh, the Broncos, they were flawless for that whole second half. Uh, Cobo finally obviously rewarded. We talked about that. Uh, eight minutes to go before full time. Uh, and Reese Walsh obviously scored just after that as well. The, well, the last try of the game. Cast Patrol, congratulations off on that one. Pretty a decent bet there uh, for Cobb, uh, Sorry, for Reese Walsh to get the last try of the game. Super solid bet there. Super lucky to pull that one off, boys. Credit to you. Uh, but yeah, look, it was a big, big game um, from the Broncos in the second half and very, very lucky to get that win there. Uh, very, very crazy and lopsided Super Saturday uh, and definitely did not go well in terms of tipping. I was pretty bang average this weekend. As, as I said before, um, by Saturday, I was only two from six, so not too well at all. One.